Are you ready to challenge yourself and see if you have what it takes to make 10K in 10 days? Visit the Boss Effect podcast community on Facebook and tell us what you would do if you had to challenge yourself to make 10K in 10 days. The Boss Effect Zone, the Boss Effect Zone. With your hosts, powerhouse performance couple, expert leaders, Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. Welcome back to another episode of the Boss Effect Podcast. As always, we told you we collect stories and we have another amazing, phenomenal story for you today. None other than Miss Kizzy Parks herself. When we say phenomenal, we mean phenomenal. Yes, indeed. Okay. Miss Kizzy is the president of GovComWinners.com. And that is short for government contracts. When I say I am bringing to the stage Miss Kizzy Parks, I want you all to make some noise. I am Dr. Kizzy Parks and I am a boss. Miss Kizzy Parks is indeed a boss and she's going to tell you that guess what? You can sell to the government? That's some shocking news. It, it definitely is shocking. Like when I first started out over 15 years ago, I had no idea. I thought, hey, the federal government, I just knew that they bought training. I had no idea that they buy things like drum sets, IT, horse training, cadaver training they sat they buy furniture moving i had no idea the range of products and services you could sell to the federal government listen you know i i think i'm a know-it-all i think i know a lot of stuff you know (laughs) but i had no idea like this is new information i am literally speechless and that's very rare yes it is now kizzy can you explain to our listener out there How did you go down that rabbit hole to actually find this information out? So I was a graduate research fellow at, at the time, Patrick Air Force Base. Now it's Patrick Space Force. So I was just there another day. uh, I was working there and director of research pops out and he has like these really bright blue eyes and he's really nice. And he's like, Kizzy, I heard you're graduating soon. I want to keep you on as a contractor. And I was like, what is happening? And there's all these little cubicles and everybody can hear. And he's like, what's it going to take? What's your number? And I was like, what? You know, because I just had this moment already programmed in my mind of like, I'll have this negotiation with my big girl job and we'll go back and forth. And it was nothing like that. It was in the middle of the hall, cubicle land. I threw out a number. His eyes lit up. He was super excited. He's like, yes, I'll have my admin contact you. At that point in time, it was a little less than six figures. And it was to provide diversity and inclusion, training, analytics, thought leadership. And I was subcontract underneath a prime contractor. So while you know, I, I brought this value. I was subcontracted and I never worked for the government. I always like to put that out there. I was actually, you know, there 
as a grad student. So that's how I started. And as I was going along and I kept observing because I went literally from grad school. Oh my gosh, I have almost $200,000 in student loans. Wow. Now I have this almost six figure government contracting thing. What do I do? Because who do you ask? Can't ask a friend. They have a cool job. I can't ask my parents. I, I don't really know who to ask. So I heard of all these free resources and I went all over the state of Florida for free resources. I went to SCORE and Small Business Administration, PTAC, and whoever would meet with me and got scammed along the way with some mentors. Hopefully we'll talk about that later. And I started to learn <laughs> that, wow, you know, the government buys way more than diversity training. <laughs> There's this whole world. There's billions of dollars. And that's when the light bulb started to flicker. It didn't go off in my life, you know, went wild. It just kind of flickered. And that was the start of my journey. Okay. Okay. What else was going on? Like in, at the start of your journey, what other things were you dealing with? Like, was that the only focus or did you have other dreams or other visions that you were looking at? And that kind of like took the forefront. I was just all about paying my bills, finding a husband and like going out. <laughs> I'm being very serious. That was my mindset. Say that again. I was like paying my bills, finding a husband, and going out. Do you know how many of our listeners are going to resonate with that? That's all I wanted to do. Okay. So now you are paying your bills. Did you find a husband? No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, later on, but not at that point in time. So what would you say to someone who is thinking about starting out and you're like, I don't have time to go to all those resources. Like you've already done the legwork. How would you be able to help someone with that? Is it a duplicatable process or would it be like different for everyone? Or like, would it matter if your state, like I'm sitting here thinking, I want to get into government contract. And like, how should I start? Should I just call you? Like, what would that process look like? How, how would someone get started? It's definitely a process you can duplicate because when I started out 15 years ago, it was me. And today there's over a hundred of us and I have multiple companies and it's a process that I've fine tuned along the way. I coach people on, you can go to govconwinners.com, sign up for the wait list. We'll be in contact with you. We'll also invite you to our Facebook group. I got a YouTube page at Kizzy Parks, lots of free content out there. And it's this great process. It does include, it does involve some time though. This is not something where you just get in it and get all this money and you're, woo, I'm a trillionaire. There, there is over $500 billion of government money available for practically everything you sell or you are open to selling. So that's the good news, but just realize it does take some time and effort. You don't have to travel the state, put in 80 hours a week, I really know what it takes. There's a really easy kind of three prong approach. The biggest is the mindset. Mindset is about 90% of government contracting is mindset. Hmm. The actual things that you need to be a state contract. We actually right now have a state contract where we subcontract and we fill all these positions in Florida. We tutor the Surgeon General of Florida in Spanish. And so we, the process is applicable at the state level, applicable at the federal level, whether it's defense or not defense. So that's the technical piece is 10%, but that mindset 
of you knowing, you believing, you are like, listen, I'm a boss. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get through it. I'm going to make it work. Then you're going to do it. If the mindset is, oh, I don't know. This is so hard. I don't, I don't have time. I understand that. And I respect that. Mm-hmm. So then it's okay. But if you go in already thinking you're going to lose, then no matter what you do, whether it's pr- pursuing a job, it's a business, it's your personal life, then you're going to lose what you believe happens and comes true. So on the federal side, the mindset is key. Then from there, the mechanics are really choose your own adventure as far as how you want to go about it. I love that. I love I know a ton of different government contractors and they take different routes. We all don't do the same thing. There's a repeatable process, but you also get to choose. Hey, I may want to take this approach. That's great. You can still build a million dollar business or you can be an expert and maybe make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year or maybe half a million dollars a year in this area of expertise that you're super passionate about. There's lots of options. What's up? So Kizzy, what was the, that feeling like the first time you were able to help somebody out, you know, change their lives, but getting a government contract? What was that feeling for you? It was, it's super rewarding. It's always so rewarding because it's scary. It's <laughs> unknown. It's different. I mean, it's just, it's very peculiar. It's super, super peculiar. As somebody who's been in this space for 15 years, I'm constantly learning stuff. Like I had no idea some things I learned the other day about the VA has contract vehicles that the Bureau of Prisons uses. I was like, I had no idea about any of this. It's, it's this ever-changing kind of fun house that's just always evolving. So I helped this amazing woman. Her name is Leilani. I interview her on my channel and she had reached out. And she has different set-asides, which isn't required. Many will say, oh, you have to have a set-aside. You need to be an 8A or SWSB or SDVOSB. And many of you may wonder, what in the heck are these acronyms? It's okay, because you don't need those. Not yet. (laughs) Because when you first start out, you're already a small business. Unless you somehow are connected to like Lockheed Martin. Otherwise, you're a small business. So you have a set aside. You're good. You're already narrowing the competition. So she had an 8A set aside and she had not reached a million dollars, which I was really taken aback by because she had been in business for several years. And she was winning like these little contracts, still amazing. So she was at hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I said, okay, our objective is to get you over the million dollar mark. We need to get you long-term contracts. We need to get you into staffing because our focus was facilities, HVAC, janitorial, construction, things like that. I'm like, you need to really complement that because the bigger companies in government contracting, including companies like IBM, they make their money off of people, off of staffing. Doesn't matter if they're known for computers or bullets or trains or tanks. They're making their money off of people, but that's not sexy to say, how do we make our money? Staffing, eh, right? But when you say tanks, oh, you're under tanks. That's so cool, right? It's, it's the marketing. So I said, okay, I'm gonna help you with this. So within a few months, I flew with her to uh, Fort Worth, Texas to meet with one of her existing clients so she could have a capability brief. She was very unaware of what really went into it. We had the capability brief. She left with a couple million dollars in contracts in addition to new contacts and different opportunities. Plus her and I prime and subbed on an opportunity with the FAA to provide staffing 
to all of their air traffic control locations across the United States. And she ended up winning a million dollar contract with the Navy to provide IT services at their dental locations. And I continue mentoring her and we now have a joint venture that we created. So what's been so rewarding is not only this evolution of hundreds of thousands, not really sure how to leverage this set aside because these are all tools. No different than AI. It's exciting. It's interesting. It's, you know, it's like, Ooh, I don't know. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, AI, but it's a tool. That's why the mentality. And again, you being you, the mentality is about you being a boss. When you're like, Mm -hmm. I'm a boss, you're going to figure it out. And you realize this is a tool. A set aside is a tool. AI is a tool. Computer is a tool. A phone is a tool. These are all tools. So I really loved and just so amazing to see her evolution and what we're able to do together because I also consider her a friend. It's not just somebody I met or somebody I'm working with or anything of that nature. It's like she is a friend. And I love, love, love that. As well as, if I may, I love all the people who I've helped just by watching my free content. You can check it out on YouTube. You can check it out uh, on govcomwinners.com. We'll add you to our list, invite you to our Facebook group. And I'll receive messages. I received one where a gentleman, he won a contract for, it was like almost $80,000 to sell, get this, like milk and cheese to the bureaus of prison. What? He doesn't have anything to do with milk or cheese. Commodities. Right. He's selling commodities and he made $8,000. Amazing. And the average income in America is, you know, sometimes it varies around 40 something thousand dollars. And he made eight thousand dollars in one transaction. You know what? This is beautiful. And it's amazing the synchronization of what you're talking about, because we were just talking about people don't want to admit. And like you said, it doesn't sound great to say, you know, staffing or people. But think about it: human resources, human as resources is human resources. And when we were in the military, I used to often make a joke and I would say, well, we're S1, you know, without S1, there is no, no army. We don't need S1, baby. We are the personnel without the personnel to do any of these jobs. You have no army. The (laughs) S1, that's why it's one, the one shop. So I love that people have to still be here to create, but I love one of the speakers that I also met at the speak off was he talked about the value of human connection. And what you just shared is you don't just have clients that you service your clients. You take them on a journey and you're with them every step of the way. And they become your friends. And it's not just a transaction, you know, it's like a relationship that's building and that's truly servant leadership. It is. And, and when you think about it, it is. And it, it, it's just adding to that. It's key to that, having that type of a leadership mentality. Yes. Speaking of leadership, you had mentioned earlier on uh, when we first started that in your journey that you kind of had some mentors that were kind of shady. So what did we have? So what did we yeah, have? Yeah, scammers. Yeah, scammers. So. <laughs> Supposed to stay at work. I was trying to stay away from it. Oh, don't say it in lining their pockets than being of service. Yeah, that part. That part. Let's we'll, we'll say it like that. Okay, so people, people who like to mislead for the benefit of their bank account. There you go. Yeah. Thank there you. you. Thank you. <laughs> so that, that's the so I'll, put a, I'll put a different spin on it. I have no problem yeah. <laughs> putting that spin on yeah. uh, these individuals. So as I was going on this journey, one thing about me is I, I was not who I am today. So I was 
not as I was insecure. There was a lot of emptiness. There was like this searching, like, okay, they must be doing it better because their name is on a building or they must be doing it better because they supposedly have these contracts or they must be doing it better because they're older than me. And so as a result, I gravitated towards people who it was probably very clear the first time I spoke with them that there was like at least a little pink flag waving. (laughs) And one in particular, I'll never forget this person. This person could have easily been my grandfather at the time. And this person was interested in a contract at Patrick and I had an in. So he set it up as I will bid on it. He, this is, you know, he will bid on it. He'll mention me and then I'll receive like a, almost like a commission every month for helping. So I thought, oh man, this is great. You know, I can easily do that. So he insisted on meeting. So again, the flag should have gone off and and, and the bells. He insisted on meeting in Orlando and he decided to fly his Cessna. So I thought, oh, wow, he's got his own little plane. He's a pilot. Gonna fly to Orlando and meet me for lunch. Right? Yeah, I'm like, oh, you, you, you got a plane. I guess you're successful. So we met and move forward. He ended up getting the contract. And like anyone out there who likes to line their pockets, I received one payment. So I thought, okay, cool. I got the first payment. And then you know what happened. I didn't get any more payments, but this person would still reach out. Like as time went on, some changes happened with their business and one of their new team members reached out because because before this happened, he was kind of, you know, mentoring me along the way, providing some guidance. I had gotten connected to him from somebody who I had known and had helped me out in the space. So th- I remember the new person called me because they wanted me to partner with them. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Uh, and I said, owes me money. And she said, he owes you money too. Owes you money too. Hmm. So, yeah. and there were others. But it's at the same time, I'm very grateful for these experiences because it just helped become more of who I am today. Mm-hmm. It also has helped with our <laughs> our different agreements <laughs> that we have. And I have an amazing legal team. At that time, I didn't have any of that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, I always say when I was retiring and I went through the uh, boots to business, I remember the instructor said, have four things if you're going to go into business, Sergeant. I was like, what? Mm -hmm. And he said, make sure you have bail. And I was like, bail? He said, yes, bail, B-A-I-L, a a banker, (laughs) an accountant, insurance, and a lawyer. (laughs) I was like, okay. So having a great legal team is definitely key in business. We ourselves are literally just coming off of something very similar. That's why my husband was so intrigued when you brought it up. Um, Because not only did we invest into a high ticket program, but we shared our dream and vision. And then after we came out, the person literally attempted to take the dream and vision and do it for their own business. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I thought you were doing 
better than me. Your name's on all these things. And you're, you know, like you said, I'm thinking, you know, not realizing that sometimes we have to go through things to learn things. And I love the way you said your takeaway was learning how to do your legal agreements. We also learn how to do our legal agreements, how to put our NDAs in place before we tell you our business. You know, so all of those things are, they come about with experience, but that comes in doing. Did you ever have a Mm -hmm. fear of stepping out and doing it? Like, do you ever deal with the fear of, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, in the beginning? And how did you overcome that then? And how do you deal with it now? That fear is always there. That fear is like always lingering. It's like, it's always just kind of around. So when I first started out, it manifested in this way of doubting myself, not trusting myself, of trying to find this easy button. It doesn't exist in government contracting. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. It's not how it works. It's not there. Maybe if you work for a government contractor, that might be a little different because you're getting paid every week or two weeks or every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it manifested in that way. Then as time has gone on, the fear has popped up as I've evolved and gone into different areas. Starting GovCon winners, I was fearful. Branching off into other areas with my main business, KPC. Even before then, just having other team members represent the company, I was, I was fearful. Because it came from a lack of trust. It came from a lack of confidence. And so while that fear, it's still there. It's not as big as it used to be. It used to be huge, like a big character from Street. Now it's like a little <laughs> Ant-Man kind of size item. But it, it's, it's still, it still pops up because there's still every now and again, it's only natural. I may doubt, is this going to work? What's going to happen? Is this really going to work out? I don't know. And then like, look, if I don't do, then I'm not going to know. And you're not going to be a boss because that's key to being a boss. You have to do. You can't say, oh, I'm a boss or I'm a business owner or I'm trying to pursue my dreams and goals. And you're doing what I call business faking. Mm -hmm. You go and take a course or you listen to a podcast or you have your EIN, or maybe you even registered on SAM.gov for free, and you have a cage code and your UEI, and then that's it. Maybe you're spending all this time. No, no, I got to get my website. No, hold on. I got to get my Instagram. Wait, wait, wait. Now I got to get my LinkedIn. And it's, yes, all these things are great, but no one has ever purchased from me in the federal government because of our website, my Instagram, my LinkedIn, my TikTok, my Facebook. They purchase from me because of the value we bring, which ultimately is the value I bring. Hmm. You as the owner in government contracting, that's what they're buying from. That's why they like small businesses, because if they wanted large businesses all of the time, they would do that. That's why they set aside about 25% of contracts for us small businesses, because they know they're getting you. If they have a question, they're getting you. They have a concern, they're getting you. They need you to do perform more work, they're getting you. And that's what's so beautiful about this space is you have to do, meaning focusing on sales, focusing on sales, <laughs> and focusing on sales. It's all about sales in the federal government. Of course, you have to execute. If you're selling office chairs to the government, you have to be able to deliver the office chairs. If you're selling 
staffing or janitorial or tree trimming or anything of that nature, you have to be able to deliver, of course, but you also have to constantly be selling. There's over $500 billion of work out there. There's no reason. And it's easy. It's easy to execute the elements at 10%. You've got to be willing to do it. So kids, I want to ask you something. I was reading your bio when I went to your website and it yeah. said you have been a hustler ever since you was a kid. I would love mm -hmm. to know a little more about how you was going about hustling because it's in, in, the, in the bio, it said you was hustling off golf balls to the golfers through the fence. So can you tell our listeners a little <laughs> bit about that hustle that yeah. you have going on? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I grew up with... Uh, an adopted family. So my parents adopted me when I was six months and my adopted dad, Arthur Parks, he always supported his baby girl. He was like, whatever I wanted, I desired, he was there to support me. And I was always entrepreneurial, like ever since I was a little girl. So one of my favorite stories before I get to the golf balls, I was at my aunt's house. So my aunt Jan is the second in line to my dad. And my grandmother had my dad when she was 15. So I was at my aunt Jan's house. She's a lot like my dad. <laughs> and I was sitting on the floor and she was recalling this story not too long ago when I visited her. And she's like, Kizzy, I remember you were sitting there with your brothers and they were much older than me. And they wanted batteries and you told them that they had to buy them from you. And you right there <laughs> sold these batteries to them. And you were, I don't know how old you were. You were like in elementary school at that time selling these batteries. She's like, I knew you were going to be good. And so it was always there. So I would sell things to my brothers. And then the golf balls came about because I saw an opportunity. So my friend, good old Danville, Illinois, her house was on an alley. So there was a golf course in Alley, her house. I'm always going through the alley, always going through the alley. It was kind of a safe alley. It wasn't a creepy one. Mm -hmm. And there's just all these golf balls. But I knew that certain golf balls had a higher value than others because my mom, my adopted mom, uh, my grandmother played golf. Mm. And we would often buy her golf balls for her birthday, Christmas, because they I mean, to me at the time, they seemed super expensive. And so I took notice as well as not all of them were dinged. So I'm like, ooh, I can take these home, set aside the nice ones for grandma because she'll be happy and then wash the other ones and resell them. So I like walked the fence like I'm in probably fifth grade or sixth or seventh. I'm literally walking the fence like, hey, you need some golf balls. These people were like, what is wrong with this little girl? I remember one guy like bought the whole bag of them from me. They probably felt bad, but hey, I made money and I went to the convenience store and got my Funyuns and Nutty Bars. <laughs> That's what I love most when you were like Funyuns. I was like, oh yes, after my own heart, Funyuns, what? <laughs> like I love to eat Funyuns and then go, babe, give me a kiss. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so being an entrepreneur, you know, from a child, it's always been in you, you know, always having that drive, you know, and you're you're right now like, Government contracts are nothing to you. You know, you're doing it. Um, that's great. That's great and all. I'm really proud. I'm really honored that you took the time to be here with us on the Boss Effect podcast. But what if you lost it all? Let's say. Oh, with government contracting? Oh, wait. wait. Okay. We're going to move into another part of the Boss Effect podcast that we call 
10K in 10 days. The game. Yes, yes. Are yeah. you ready to play? We just snatched everything from you. I'm you ready to play. Wrong. You have nothing. Okay. Here are the rules of the game. Okay. All right. So like King Queen Kimmy said, you're starting from ground zero. We're going to start you off with $100, an old beer truck. Mm-hmm. You still get to use the internet. You still get to use your cell phone, but okay. in your cell phone is no contacts. No contacts. Those contacts, those ends, they gone. You have no ends. You, uh, you can't <laughs> borrow any <laughs> You can't borrow any money from friends or family or the bank. No loans. You still get to use your intellectual property. Yes. So if you still have your businesses or any college degrees, anything like that, you still get to use all those things. But nobody knows but you. But nobody knows you. So with that being said, can you tell our li- Oh, before we get there, if you get the 10K in 10 days, we're going to gift you another 10K in Boss Bucks. So you only oh, wow. to 20K. And this is play play, just so you yes, know. Yes. So yeah, you, this is this is great. I mean, this. Go ahead. Can you explain <laughs> to our listeners step by step how you're going to go about getting that 10k? I don't have a laptop, but I have my phone. You still have a laptop. You can still use the, yeah, the internet. So yeah, you still have a laptop. Okay, so I have my laptop, but I'm not known, so no social media. No. Nobody knows you. You can start social media start today. Social media, yeah. You got a hundred dollars. Won't. <laughs> oh goodness Yo, for, <laughs> I so <laughs> what comes to me is I think about <laughs> the skill that I could sell the quickest and charge the most for that's what comes to mind so for me what I'm able to charge the most for is helping with federal government contracts. It, it just happens to be because I've done it. I have a client who's paid $350,000 to work with me. So I know that people are willing to pay different levels. However, not being known is challenging. And that's a very good lesson because in today's society, attention is the currency, no matter what you do. No matter your view on social media, without attention, I mean, it, it doesn't really matter. So that's the part that's really challenging. So in, you said 10 days? 10, 10 days. days. 10 days. So what I would do in those 10 days, so I would target two areas that I know have been returns on investments for me. I would target LinkedIn and I would target YouTube. When I say target, what I would do is, especially since I only have 10 days, at least three times a day on both of those platforms for the, so the first two days, what I would do is go live at least three times a day on both of those platforms. The reason I emphasize LinkedIn is because that's where a lot of money is. Because you have business owners, you have federal agencies who are on there, so therefore other business owners, Government contractors are on there. It's easier to reach them. They're not going to be taken aback by paying $10,000 because all I need is one client. I'm selling one $10,000 client. That's all I need in 10 days It's just one because they're going to pay me $10,000 to work with me. I'll give them a day. I might give them two days because I got I got to make this $10,000 in 10 days. So I would go live three times a day on both of those platforms. In addition like I'm, you know, I've set up the platforms in these, you know, for day one, first hour, I'm sitting on my LinkedIn. I'm posting lots of value around government contracting. 
here are three things to avoid. Here's how to grow your contract. Here's how to get all of the topics that go along with people who are beginners, people who are in the middle stages, people who are in the advanced stages. And I'm spending at least four to six hours just on LinkedIn, as well as I'll start to target because in LinkedIn, even on the free account, I'll do what I need to do. The objective is to target those who are owners, because then that means they're the decision maker, uh, as well as I can cross reference to see if they have any government contracts because the federal government has a free website you can go to. It's a dynamic small business search. And I can see if somebody's in there as well as I can see if they have contracts. So then I can ha I have a gauge without asking them, do they have a budget? How much can they spend? I'll be able to tell by just doing research. And I have 10 days to make $10,000. So sleep, hanging out with friends, it's not an option because it's about being focused on the $10,000. That's what it's about. Simultaneously, I'll create content. Since I only have $100, I'm just going to, have to hold on to this $100 for right now because that's not going to really give me an edited video. My editor is way more than that. So I'm just going to have to just do raw videos. So I may actually do four lives a day on, on YouTube and one um, video on YouTube and just make it very clear, like, y'all, listen, here's the value. I'm not putting all my value into editing. I'm here to help change your life and pitch it like that. Because I already know if I spend all this time on editing, I'm not going to be able to get what I need. And that is sales, right? Because I'm talking about sales. So the first element, getting in YouTube, getting into LinkedIn, getting the attention, right? I need lots of attention. Because if I'm so pushing out, buy from me, buy from me, we, we're easy, we're easily say, no, I don't want that. I don't want that. It's like the, the person trying to sell you at the stoplight. And you're like, I don't want your bottled water <laughs> unless you're really thirsty. You're not going to get it. So that's why I have the two days are pivotal. While I'm doing that, and I may need the $100 for this, depending, I may be able to do a free trial or I may just have to do it bootleg through Google Sheets or Google somehow. And that is... I need a lead magnet to attract these people to further give them something for free, right? Because I'm using these two days to generate all this attention. So I'm generating attention by the three to four lives by putting the post on LinkedIn, the video on Instagram, I mean, on um, YouTube. In addition, on LinkedIn, I can post and comment. And what's cool about LinkedIn is when you do that, the person's notified. And we don't really get that many notifications typically on LinkedIn, unless you're posting on there all the time. So if you get a LinkedIn um, notification, it's kind of like, who, who is this? Who's this kizzy person? And I can talk about case studies because none of that's been taken away. So I can talk about what I've done in the past. I can talk about my journey and talk about how I'll be able to help 10X their $10,000 investment within a year. Because at the end of the day, who doesn't want to take $10,000 in a year and turn it into hundred thousand dollars because you're not going to have that happen with the bank it's not going to happen not. maybe crypto maybe stocks maybe but it's not going to happen in a savings account so uh definitely day two maybe early day three i'm going to create a lead magnet that i put online so i can control. so every time i'm live or i'm on my video hey please go to wherever please go to this please go to that so now I have a list of people and I'm going to do two things with those people. I'm going to drive those people to a Facebook group as well as then I'm going to ask them, Hey, you know, are you interested in growing business? Do you want to talk about 10 Xing things like trying to, to tease out more? I may have more detailed questions. I'm just trying to synthesize my response for this, but what's 
important is the attention, a way to draw in people who are interested with a lead magnet, and then to further say, because the more control of the environment I have, the more apt I am to sell. So if I have people in a Facebook group, I'm going to be able to easily sell to them because they made the conscious decision to join a Facebook group that I created on government contracting, or they made the conscious decision to respond to an email that said, hey, yeah, I would love to 10x my business. And then I can talk about, here's what I'll do and it's $10,000. Now, the thing where, again, I'm not sure if I've used $100 yet, I may have for the landing page, but I'm going to need a processing platform. So I may have to just get some free QuickBooks or ask, well, you said how many contacts, but they're on wire transfer, but they're going to have to send me this money because it's $10,000. So they're going to wire transfer, credit card, and hopefully I have a bank account. Because if I didn't have a bank account during this, then I have to use $100 to get a bank account because that's key is I just need one. I'm not looking for 10 people for a thousand. I'm looking for one person for 10,000 because then I can further grow that $10,000 and multiply that as time goes on. So it's not super detailed, but the, the key parts are leveraging social media, getting attention, getting people in with some kind of lead magnet, then further segmenting them in a Facebook group or getting them on a phone call, as well as all along the line, you're adding value, adding value, adding value, so that they see that you truly are about adding value. You're not just some type of, you're not a, a website where you're just looking for a transactional exchange. So that's what I would do. And hopefully somebody, I would tell them, look, you got seven days. <laughs> seven days is $10,000. Day eight, it's 20. So if you want to work with me, it's $10,000. I'm taking, I'm taking three people. Y'all better come correct. I need my $10,000 wire transfer. If it's day eight, you're going to pay more. This is a once in a lifetime event. So then you have to emphasize you got to give them the pressure. You got to make it time oriented and let them know if you don't buy by that day, it's going to go up in price because if not, then people are going to be like, oh, well, I can just buy from you later or I'll wait because we always have an excuse, whether it's $20, 50 cents or a million dollars, there's always going to be an excuse. Why not? So that's kind of it. You know. <laughs> Queen Kimmy, what you think? I, me personally, I think I just sat here and just listened to a boss tell us why she's a boss. Well, I think you need to go ahead and give her her other ten thousand dollars in boss books. Yeah. <laughs> so she don't walk around. She walked away here with twenty. Congratulations! <laughs> you spoke like a true boss. Like literally, you yeah. took you took them not only on the sales funnel, you took them on the adventure and the journey, and you told them all yes. the little cracks and crevices that they need to watch out for along the way. Yes, indeed. What type of people do you like to work with? I love working with people who realize it's not a get rich quick market. That's what's key. Some make it seem like government contracting is that. It is not. Government contracting is more. I love working with people who are entrepreneurial, who are like, oh my goodness, what? I can sell kosher potato chips and translation services? Sign me up. I love those type of entrepreneurs because there's so many different types of opportunities that they can work on. I love people who maybe they've won something. So maybe they won a small contract, a couple thousand dollars with a state or an agency. And they're like, hey, I wanna grow this. I love working with them too, because there are these strategies that work. I've taken opportunities from a little less than quarter of a million and grown it to a million. 
So these strategies work. So I love working with those type of people. At the end of the day, you got to be coachable. If you're a know-it-all and you're like, this is what I do, then that's great. I'm not the person for you. I'm not. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just (laughs) have to be coachable, be open, make it your own, because it goes back to the mindset. The mindset is, well, I'm a know-it-all. I know it all. I got it. I understand this. Then perhaps your revenue should be the same as Boeing. And if they're the same as Boeing, that's great. But if they're not the same as Boeing, then you don't know it all. But if one cannot admit that, that's again, you're not a boss. Because being a boss involves self-reflection. And not just once, like, oh, I, I evolved, I'm a better person. I checked that box. It's an ongoing evolution. It's an ongoing evolution. And that's what makes somebody a boss because they understand. I don't mean to be funny. And I don't yeah. mean to say it. But you came through today. Yes, you, you came through today. You came through on time. You came through. You dropped so much wisdom, so much knowledge, shared so much value. And I remember when we first started, and I was like, you see, I used to be a know-it-all. So I know when you say know-it-all, oh, I was a know-it-all. I started out like, oh, I know how to do this. I can go read this. I can go read this. Oh, no, no, no. And the moment I decided, oh, wait a minute, (laughs) maybe I don't know it all. And you're open to opportunities and you're open to growth. And then you allow yourself to be coachable. You allow yourself to continue to grow. How does someone get in touch with you to work with you? Because you are a dream come true. How do we work with you? You are so sweet. You are so, so sweet. Please go to govconwinners.com. And you're going to see, it's going to say classes sold out, sign up for the wait list. Go there and you will end up on our contact list. My ops lead will reach out to you. You'll get an invite to our Facebook group, which is amazing. And here's what's amazing about that Facebook group. There are actual contracting officers. These are people who work for the federal government whose job it is is to buy stuff. There are real contracting officers, like legit, like I know them, like they're, they're not fake, who are in my group. There are real government contractors in my group. They may not post every day. So you're getting the real deal. You have me. I'm pouring into the group because I love doing that. That is the best way to get in contact with me. Please check out my content. I have blonde time, but go to my YouTube. It's Kizzy Parks, blonde hair. At right now, I have a little fewer than 13,000 subs. Please go on there, subscribe, like, hit that notification button. Please check out my content. Those are the best ways to get in contact with me. And also, you can DM me on Facebook. You can DM me on Instagram. I have people DMing me on Twitter. But what's key is just put the word boss. When you reach out or you go into Facebook, when you join the group, put boss in there. So then I know that you watch this amazing episode and we'll do something special for you. So make sure you do that. Please reach out and please know, like, I know you don't know me, but I'm very genuine. (laughs) You know, I'm spicy, but I'm genuine. So I mean it. Like you're, you're not going to go in there and be like, nah, she ain't going to really do this. I promise you, you're going to go in there and be like, whoa, we have, I think we have a little, I don't remember how many members we have in our Facebook group. I think we have a couple thousand in there or almost something like that. So well, you please, have join. Two more. please join. <laughs> well, you have two more because Yay. Sean Seven and Queen, get me in there. Yeah, yeah. 
Good, good. Yes. <laughs> and I'll send you the link. Please join. Be active. It's a, a really amazing, amazing community. And the, the objective is just to help because you ultimately decide. You get to decide, do you want to go into this market? That's all it is. There's tons of markets out there. And it's just, do you want to go into the government contracting market? You may say yes. You may say no. That's cool. Go into another market. But at least you now have a realistic preview of what it's like. You're not having somebody who's just trying to sell you something or paint this beautiful picture that doesn't exist. You have somebody here who's been in the space for 15 years. I have, I have a call with Parsons in a couple of days. They're a billion dollar company. And it's not because I met somebody at a meeting. It's for, there's reasons why, but I've like, I'm really in it. <laughs> so take advantage, take advantage. And I got the best hair. I got the best hair out there in government contracting. You can't see it's not all down. And you got amazing hair too. We all got amazing hair. Y'all got y'all's hair together. Appreciate it. We really, really enjoyed your energy. Um, Before we let you get out of here, we want to know, we want our listeners to know, what's that most profound statement that you want to be remembered by when you're no longer here? Or when you walk out that door from that, from that meeting that you was in and you want everybody still talking about Kizzy. So I say this at the end of every single one of my YouTube videos. I always say this phrase, and that is, everything is possible. I firmly believe that. Everything is possible. If you believe it, you put it out there, you manifest it is possible. There's too many examples throughout history, too many, how did they do this? Because it's possible. Everything is possible. So all you got to do is believe it. Believe it. It's going to happen. Izzy, we had a great time with you. Thank you for being on the Boss Effect podcast. And on that note, we're out. Thank you. You've been listening to Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. With an I-E. Thanks for tuning in to the Boss Effect podcast. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review. Be sure to share this thing out. Share this thing out. Share this thing out. Share this thing out. Tune in every Tuesday for more exciting insights and wisdom on being your own boss. And until next time, peace and blessings in both life and business. Remember, what works for us might not work for you. So take what you need and leave what you don't.